This episode of the Columbia Basin Herald Studio Basin Podcast is brought to you by the Moses Lake Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber works to help businesses in and around Moses Lake flourish through networking opportunities, member-to-member savings for products and services, and connecting businesses with the resources they need to make Moses Lake a wonderful place to live, work, and play. For more information, visit moseslake.com or call the Chamber at 509-765-7888. Again, that's 509 765 7888. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Studio Basin Podcast. My name is Ian Bavona. I'm the sports reporter here with the Herald. I'm joined by uh, senior reporter Cheryl Schweitzer. And uh, Cheryl, we had some uh, some fun Fourth of July. We did events. have some fun Fourth of July stuff. Um, if you were in Moses Lake, you got a concert journey tribute band. Here and then a spectacular fireworks show, which I did see and was very impressive. Mm. Um, and then that was on last Saturday. And then um, the community of George had, as is its tradition, a bang up Fourth of July celebration, complete with a what they what they insist is the world's largest cherry pie. <laughs> And I believe the pan is eight feet square, so it's big. Okay, that mean they might have a they might have a, re- a reason to think that. Yes, then. yes. <laughs> I don't know too many yeah. people making eight foot pies. Eight foot pies, exactly. Um, it was a parade and some other things, um, and then also in Othello, um, a big parade, maybe as long as they've ever had, according to the lady who um, is was the organizer this year. Um, car show, volleyball tournament, lots of good stuff, fireworks for the end of the day. So a lot of flashbang and, and sparkle for the 4th of July in our area. <laughs> Definitely. It was pretty cool how they had, uh, each town really kind of had events mm-hmm. throughout the weekend. Some had things yeah. on the 4th, right. some had things on I the Saturday before. I almost forgot Soap Lake <laughs> did their town celebration on Sunday, mm-hmm. which also included a fireworks show. Yep. Yeah. I heard him. And Soap Lake. <laughs> Did you go out and look? He lives. Yeah. I live in Soap Lake. And uh, yeah, I did go out and look did at it. It was pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. I remember going there last year. And uh, mm-hmm. it sounded like it was a lot of fun this year, too. Yeah. So. They had a soapbox derby and a parade and some other things. Mm-hmm. And pictures from all of these events are or will be in the Columbia Basin Herald. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead yeah. and check those out. Right. And then uh, I know we had a couple of things about animal control this yes. year. Um, talk the, about that? Yes. The... Grand County Commissioners will um, have a contract with the Wenatchee Valley Humane Society to kind of study the animal control issues in Grant County and look for some solutions or some options that the, the county and the cities may have. Um, there's a whole lot of people working on animal control in our county. Um, Different cities have shelters, a couple of them. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, there's Grant County Animal Outreach. There's multiple volunteer organizations that help animals. And even with all of that, there's not a lot of coordinated effort, at least from the perspective of the commissioners. Mm-hmm. And you've got a lot of animals running loose and having a really hard time kind of placing some of the animals. The Grand County Animal Outreach Shelter is probably not um, as robust as it needs to be. It's not as big and it's a very old building. Mm-hmm. 
So that plays into it too, and the commissioners um, decided to um, get a contract. They've been up and looked at the Wenatchee Valley Humane Society uh, facility in Wenatchee and decided to contract with them to kind of come down, look over the situation, see what needs to happen in Grant County to make that a little better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where we are on that. The contract hasn't been signed yet. They figure it'll be somewhere between thirty and 50000 Okay, gotcha. And uh, I know we also, the Soap Lake City Council had Soap a new Lake member. Soap Lake City Council put on a new member, a gentleman who had been on it before named Steve. And if we get this, if we mispronounce this last name, I apologize. Welling. Uh, Mr. Welling was appointed on, or Welling, I'm not sure which, was appointed on Wednesday during the regular council meeting. Um, I think he was the only candidate. Mm -hmm. And he will be sworn in at the next meeting. Okay. All and right. then one last thing, the city of Othello has a new police chief. He had been acting as their interim, Mr. Mr. Raham. Rame. I'm going to get this wrong, I know. <laughs> Mr. Rem um, has been with the department 34 years and has been everything from a patrol officer through a sergeant to assistant chief and now the chief. Okay, it's a pretty cool and story of yes, working your way up. Yes, and he's, he's only worked in Othello, so this is, and he's from Othello, so this is a hometown boy mm -hmm. who is now the police chief. It's mm, pretty neat. Pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, I think that's going to do it for our news segment. Are you ready to switch into sports? I am ready. Alrighty. The next segment of the Studio Basin podcast is brought to you by Sue's Gift Boutique at 212 West 3rd Avenue in Moses Lake. Stop by Sue's to explore a variety of items, including ladies' apparel, candles, hobo purses, items for infants, Ills jackets and shoes, and jewelry. Stop in and support a Columbia Basin business with local roots. Alrighty, moving on to our sports segment. We got a couple of things going on this week. It's still the summer, so it's still summer. It's not as busy as school year. Yeah, but uh, we got some couple. We got a couple of things. A lot of baseball, but a couple of things. Uh, so last weekend, some state baseball, from what I understand. Yes, but you start and go from where you you go where you want to go. <laughs> so last weekend, the 18U River Dogs were out in Spokane or Spokane and the surrounding areas uh, for the Spokane Woodback Classic. Uh, they placed third in that tournament. They started uh, 5-0, and and in those wins, they had an average 9.4 runs per game. So okay. the bats were really swinging well for them. Um, and the, so they went 4-0 pool play. Okay. That earned them a spot in the, the number one seed from each pool. There were seven mm -hmm. pools. Wow, that was a big tournament. Yeah, it was about 30, 30-something teams there. Wow. So okay. that's pretty cool. Um, so the top seeds from each pool went on to bracket play right. on Saturday or on Sunday and Monday. In that first game of bracket play, the River Dogs scored four runs in the top of the sixth inning to help push the game into extra innings. Uh -huh. And then they won that first round off a run scored by Blaine McDonald on a passed ball. And then Peyton oh. Juarez added another couple another run just uh -huh. to give them some insurance. Okay. Gave them that first win. Uh, unfortunately for them, though, Alas. In, uh, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately for them, though, in that semifinal game against Weber, they lost ten to five. Uh, it's just kind of combination of arms getting tired. It's there. Mm -hmm. I think it was from Friday to Monday when that semifinal game was. Mm -hmm. So That's long a weekend, a lot of games. Yeah, um, but they're playing at home this weekend. Uh, they're gonna be playing against Pullman and Farmers. 
a couple games sporadically mm -hmm. from uh, today, Friday, and up until Sunday. And, and we should say 18U is mostly high school. Mm -hmm. And it's mostly kids from <clears throat> the Columbia Basin, correct? Yes. Uh, okay. Their team is composed of, I know it's players from, it's a lot of players from Moses Lake, um, and then a couple from Afreda, and then a couple up in uh, Wenatchee, at Wenatchee okay. High School, and in uh, at Eastmont High School. Okay. So it's really uh, kids from all around the area. Uh -huh. And it's kind of cool that they, you know, maybe they'll play against each other in the regular season during a big nine play, but now they're teammates in the summer. Right. So got to shake off that bad blood a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so kind of similarly. Yes. Uh, to the River Dogs, we have the Central Washington Sixers, which is a new uh, kind of, I don't know how you describe it, like a travel team kind of thing of mm -hmm. uh, put on by the six here in Moses Lake. Right. Um, that they're gonna have teams from 9U to 16U okay. um, starting next summer in 2024. Right. So it's kind of like a, players are gonna be going through a winter development sessions. Oh, okay. Uh, so you have something you try out for starting in late July and the August of this year. Okay. And then they're gonna go through these winter development sessions from November to early March. And then games okay. are gonna be played over the summer next year. So it's kind of a, a long haul so of a commitment, but. Right, but it, this. I mean, you can still do other things and do oh, yeah. privately. Absolutely, okay. yeah. But um, no, it's really cool that they're getting this started. The Six Open two years ago in mm -hmm. 2021. And uh, when I was talking with their general manager, Jameson Lang, he was telling me how this was kind of the vision they wanted to have, um, oh, okay. where they wanted to obviously do the instruction and working on fundamentals that they do in their sessions they have now at the Six. Mm -hmm. But they have, they have coaching experience. Like Lang was a coach at Big Ben. Uh, they got Ryan Domit there, mm -hmm. who obviously had a lengthy career in the big leagues and now does some coaching at Big Bend. Uh, they they want to get back into coaching and this is the way that they're doing it. So okay. uh, I'm really excited for those to start coming around next year. It'll be a lot of fun to have some more baseball games to go to in the summer. <laughs> and then a couple weeks ago, I actually forgot to talk about this when I recorded last week's podcast, okay. but we had the Earl Barton Classic in Yakima, um, okay. which is a football game between the uh, players from 1B all the way through 2A classifications, right. uh, seniors, so those mm -hmm. who graduated back in June. Right. Um, the East won 8-6, to six. not okay. a high-scoring game. but um, Well, I mean, these guys only have about a week to learn to work together. Yeah, exactly. And but uh, it was the fourth win for East in a row. It was tied 0-0 after regula regulation, uh, but Royals running, Royal running back Caleb Hernandez scored the first touchdown to break the tie. Hernandez eventually was named the East Offensive MVP. And then uh, Afredo linebacker Travis Hendrick was also given an award for the most inspirational player. All right. Uh, so he got a nice cool. little plaque and I think he, a check for $500, so that's <laughs> not too bad. No, that's good. Uh, yeah, so that was a lot of fun to go to. Uh, really hot, but it was it was fun to go to uh, watch some football over the summer. So Yeah, Ian's not used to this desert summer. No, I had one. <laughs> this is my second summer here, but I'm still not used to it yet. I don't know if I'll ever be. <laughs> the heat really catches up on you. Yes, it does. And I'm used to I'm used to a lot of humidity. I lived in Virginia and Alabama, yeah. so and I, I miss that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and see, for like for me, it's just the opposite. The humidity just wears me down. Yeah, it'll get it'll get to you. Sometimes you'll step outside and it feels like you just got into like a pool or something. <laughs> but it's nice to know it's there. I guess. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. It's a dry heat. <laughs> it is a um, dry heat. Should we mention that? I believe, definitely later this month, um, Othello is going to be hosting the state championships for Little League. Oh, I didn't even know that. 
and I'm not sure of the date. I just know it's this month. So um, watch this space, as they say, or stay tuned to our podcast to get more information on that particular tournament. Absolutely, yeah. We'll be reporting on that soon. Yes. Thank you. Awesome. Well, that'll do it for our sports segment this week and for the Studio Basin podcast. Uh, the podcast is produced by the Columbia Basin Herald, a local newspaper serving Grant and Adams counties in Washington State. Our publisher is Clint Schroeder, and our regional general manager is Bob Richardson. Our managing editor is Rob Miller, and our reporting staff consists of senior reporter Cheryl Schweitzer, staff writer and paginator Joel Martin, sports reporter Ian Bavona, and staff writer Gabe Davis. The Columbia Basin Herald is published five days a week in print and online. The paper's website is www.columbiabasinherald.com. To provide feedback on the paper or the podcast, please email us at editor at columbiabasinherald.com. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in this week, Thank and uh, we'll catch y'all next week. Thank you.